You're listening to All Told from the Washington Post. In this episode, we peer inside the life of Marquise Knox, a 29-year-old blues musician from the St. Louis area. Last year, he toured with ZZ Top and Cheap Trick. Now at home by himself, he's playing on Facebook Live. Marquise shared recordings with the Post from April 6th through the 19th. Over that time, the St. Louis blues legend George Brock died at 87 years old after an extended illness. Marquise was a friend and knew him as Big George. Here's Marquise in his own words. So many places in Mississippi I've been to because of Big George. So many people I've met just in St. Louis because of Big George. Just I've hung so tough with this man over the years. When we was on tour two years ago, I wrote a big post about Big George wanting to celebrate him. I wish we would have really did that for him. Coming, opening up the door, stepping outside, getting some fresh air, looking at the the lilies and the magnolia tree, sitting in the yard with these purple pinkish flower petals, feeling good quiet out this morning. Well, it's quiet most morning. I did um, read some reports of where my mother lived at, in Berkeley, Missouri, in this little town inside of St. Louis. They got 150 plus cases just there. And they just begin to set up drive-through testing. And it's just an explosion rate, you know, from where I come from, where I grew up at, in the surrounding places. Um, I wish life was as peaceful as the wind that's blowing, but right now it's not. filed for my unemployment maybe two weeks ago now was denied got a little letter in the mail denied <laughs> got an email this morning denied waiting on the state of Missouri to enact the system to help out self-employed and independent contractors but we're still a little behind the ball um, some of my musician friends, I can see they're getting a little frustrated too. I guess we all get a dose of how antiquated some of these systems are, especially in the state of Missouri. You know, I was even sitting here today, I said, well, I'm gonna have to count all my money up just to see how many weeks or months can I continue 
to go down this path like this. No income, still have bills that's due, child support, still want to get paid, mortgages due. So just living the life right now. I don't know what that life is, but I'm living. been fortunate I guess you can say in my career just the people I met the things that I've been able to do in 29 years uh, without having a major record label behind me or major talent buyer behind me just fighting through all of this on my own taking the ups and the down so before the, pretty much the government shut down um, I was working on my next album getting ready to go on tour with ZZ Top, Canadian tour with ZZ Top and Cheap Trick. This year in Canada, from April 30th to May 24th. So that was something that I was looking forward to. Uh, that was going to be a major source of my income for this year. Like I said, being an independent artist and relying just solely on word of mouth and relationships that I build up with people uh, that was going to be a pretty major gig for myself this year. So, waiting to see how everything pan out with that. All right, y'all, I'm talking to my brother from Chicago. My name is Toronto Cannon. I'm a bus driver by day and a blues man by night. Something that I never thought that, you know, as a musician, you always think, oh, yeah, I got, you know, gigs and I can go out, share my story and go out and do my thing. And, and me being a bus driver, that second half of my life, it kind of like calmed me down, you know, because I never want to be just known as a bus driver. Exactly. You know, we can't get out there and do what we love as far as musicians are and take the music to the people, take take uh, information actually to the people. You know, and then we get on Facebook and we get on Instagram. We try to do what we can with what we got, but we we making it up. You know, as we go along, it's kind of hard to, to to get to the people. Right, because you know it's almost like medicine for our souls to feed them in such a way. You know, the people are fans. Yeah, yeah. This is Marquise playing on Facebook Live. I got the key to the highway. Well, I ain't got to go. Cause if I leave this time, I, I won't be back.
April, Thursday, April 16th. Six o'clock in the morning. I've been up an hour and a half or so. It's only so long you can lay in the bed before you get up. Couldn't go back to sleep. So here I am. I was sitting here thinking before I come on. I said I was going to share how often I sit in silence. Just contemplating, thinking, um, going over things in my mind. And I learned this really from going on tour. Um, you tour in America, you got your band, so everybody's pretty much on one schedule. But when you're touring in Europe, you know, you can fly to Europe, you land, you got to get used to the time change. Uh, you know, most of the time you land, coming from America, you fly overnight, get there sometime the next morning, and you drive another hour or so to the hotel room. And a lot of times the guys would uh, go to sleep or just go to the off to themselves. And so I found myself being up a lot. And you listen to so much music and still that's not enough. You can, you know, watch so much TV and that's not enough. So I learned how to cope with the silence by really enjoying it, taking it in. And understanding that, you know, the solitude in it sometimes can be magnificent. You'd be surprised what's on your mind when you take time to listen at yourself and your thoughts. It's Sunday, April 19th. Coming on to talk a little bit about the disparities in the COVID-19 cases amongst the, the African-American community. I mean, and just in the state of Missouri, 40% of the medical providers didn't report racial data. That was in the beginning. Now it's mandated by law to do it. Just in the city of St. Louis alone, 19 of the 24 deaths were African-American people. We know that, you know, underlining health reasons and conditions and systems have led to the massive amount of deaths that we find in our community, the explosive number of cases. And that was there before Corona or COVID-19 came. And it'll be there when it leaves. You know, how do we address these things that that's truly killing us. For me, it's just hard to separate my my daily black life from the blues, and then and not see the parallels between uh, our people coming out of slavery, headed into a system of Jim Crow sharecropping coming out of sharecropping this system lasted a hundred years plus 
and then you go right out of from from the sharecropping, and and then we start getting some of our grandfathers wind up in the industrial age. Okay, they get a good job at a factory, and then they have a family and kids, and then they get caught up in the crack epidemic. Then we get caught up in the crime bill of '94. This whole era the militarization of police departments, and then we go out and try to live a life, get a life started, but oh yeah, stock market crash, housing market crash. You know, this this is a war and peace, you know. And to me, that's all the blues. And that's that's me describing somewhat of a panoramic view of blackness. Of why black life is the way it is. And to me, that's the blues. To somebody else, it could be hip hop. To another person, it could be rap. To someone else, it could be poetry. But to me, it's the blues. And for me, it's the blues. I, I, I wish people could feel that when they get to hollering about, oh, this is the blues and that is the blues and uh, no black, no white, just the blues. You know, that's somebody that's never been black. And if it's a black person saying that that's a black person that's willing to deny his very existence for a mere uh, uh, thought that he may be living an American dream. But for me, it's all the blues. Good man. 
thanks to Marquise for sharing his music with us for this episode and providing recordings that were condensed and produced by me, Bishop Sand. This episode was edited by Lillian Cunningham and Ariel Plotnick. Want to tell us about your life during the crisis? Go to WashingtonPost.com slash podcasts for more information on how to get in touch.